What if I told you there's a way you could be a second shooter at a family session so you can see exactly how the photographer prepares, how they interact with their clients, what they say when they're posing, or when they choose to use fluid motion, what they do when kids might not cooperate or dad might not be in the session. What if I told you there's a way you can see what the gear is that they're using, where they're positioning themselves when they're shooting, what factors they're taking into consideration when they're shooting, what if I told you there was a way you could see what their straight out of camera images look like, and then you could see their editing process too, so you know exactly how they get those start to finish images and those polished ones you see in your Instagram feed. Now what if I told you you could be that second shooter without ever having to leave your house? What if I told you that not only do you get to watch it from home, but you didn't have to remember every single thing you were trying to learn the first time you watched it? What if you could watch and rewatch as much as you wanted? How would that improve your images, your posing, your confidence? Now, what if I told you there is a way you could be a second shooter, not only for one photographer, but 26. That's exactly what you'll experience inside the 2024 online family retreat. Your inspiration will soar, your art will improve, your posing will become more fluid, and your confidence is going to increase so, so much. And honestly, your clients are going to feel so much more comfortable. Head on over to themilkyway.ca slash family retreat. It all gets underway May 29th, and we hope to see you there. Our children morph from these beautiful little newborn babies into gorgeous little squishy toddlers to kids. Like my my babies are kids now. And so they're just growing up so quick. Like oh, I just feel like our oldest is going to be a teenager before we know it. And we forget all of those little moments. So I just being able to show my clients how they are in that stage of their life and show how loved they are and how their children are and so they can kind of remember like the way they smelt and the way that they looked at them but also as your kids get older being able to I'm kind of digressing a little bit here but as, as our children get older and what I've noticed with my kids is that they love looking back at photos of themselves and how we love them so as much as it's important for us to remember how our kids were at that stage and how we were with them really seeing how they were loved I think just really help support them as well in their life. Welcome to the Art and Soul Show, where we dive into heart-opening chats on photography, business, life, and that messy in-between. I'm your host, Lisa DeJeso, a mom, a photographer, and entrepreneur, and I'll be sharing honest conversations and advice for photographers with insight on mindset, entrepreneurship, and creativity. The goal of this podcast is for you to be able to gain insights and strategies that will get you real results. Because let's face it, having a photography business can be lonely, but it doesn't have to be. This is the place you can go when you need a boost of encouragement, a kick in the pants, and inspiration to pick up your camera. This is the Art and Soul Show. Hello, my beautiful friends. Welcome back to the show. Today, I'm super excited to dive into today's conversation with Megan Grace. Now, I stumbled across her stunning work on Instagram, and I knew I had to bring her on the show. Now, Megan's talents lie in her ability to really see her clients, their stories, and the energy between them, the laughter, the fun, and the special quiet moments. Through experience, training, and trial, Megan has learned that drawing these moments out or capturing them when they present themselves rarely happens happens by chance. Through patience and experience, Megan has crafted a process and workflow that delivers relaxed, present, and connected clients who openly show up 
as themselves, allowing her to capture real representations of the moments and memories we all want to hold on to. She's based in Auckland, New Zealand, and is now leading the next generation of photographers with her group coaching program for photographers who want to level up their work, connect with their clients, and deliver powerful, emotive, show-stopping galleries. So without further ado, here is Megan. Welcome! Hi, thank you so much for having me. Well, I'm so excited to chat with you today. So tell us a little bit beyond that that bio, who you are and what you're really passionate about. So my name's Megan, as you said, and I live in Auckland, New Zealand. And I guess what I'm passionate about is just being out and about with my family and enjoying our beautiful beachside living that we have here in New Zealand you know we're pretty much surrounded by water yes. <laughs> yeah so we live in a little uh, area just north of Auckland and we live at the beach so we can walk down to the beach in the weekends we meet friends down there we load up the trolley with all the gear for the kids We've got three young children so they kind of keep us busy doing all of that but I just yeah I love spending time with them we can basically drive we you know we can walk to the beach here but we can drive to the west coast in about 45 minutes to an hour so we're so lucky in terms of all of the outdoor activities that we can do and I guess that kind of relates or goes into my work as well with my clients because I think that's kind of what I'm drawn to and passionate about in terms of my work because I can spend my time with them with our, my feet in the water and in the sand and enjoying all of those moments that they have with their loved ones as well. I love that. So you're doing what you love where you love to do it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I love very, that. very lucky. <laughs> love that. So I love talking about success and finding out everyone's definition of success because what I have really found over the year is that there's no one true definition of success. So what would you say success means to you? I guess with photography and this career that I'm I'm lucky enough to be in is, you know, I kind of, I guess I kind of started it as um, a way to still be around my children. So our kids are five, eight and 10. So they were quite a bit younger when I first started getting back into this properly. And I really wanted to stop traveling into the city for work, stop spending an hour there, an hour back, sitting in someone's office. I wanted to be here if one of the kids was sick and I needed to drop things and go to them or if they had something special on at school that I could kind of rearrange my schedule around. So I guess one of the biggest things for me is being able to have that work-life balance around my family. But also, you know, photography is such a beautiful job and career. Like it really fills my cup in a way as well. So, but that's probably one of the biggest things. And then I guess in terms of for my clients, really being able to deliver galleries to them so that they can kind of see how they are with their families in this moment that they're in. Our children walk from these beautiful little newborn babies into gorgeous little squishy toddlers to kids. Like my my babies are kids now. And so they're just growing up so quick. Like I just feel like our oldest is going to be a teenager before we know it. And we forget all of those little moments. So I just being able to show my clients how they are in that stage of their life and show how loved they are and how their children are. And so they can kind of remember like the way they smelt and the way that they looked at them. But also as your kids get older, being able to, I'm kind of digressing a little bit here, but as as our children get older and what I've noticed with my kids is that they love looking back at photos of themselves and how we love them. So as much as it's important for us to remember how our kids were at that stage and how we were with them, really seeing how they were loved, I think just really 
helps support them as well in their life. So, and then I guess with my coaching too, for my, what I kind of define as success around that is really getting to see, I think the confidence is probably the biggest part of it, which I kind of going into it, I didn't really realize how big a piece of the puzzle that would be for my students. So really having the confidence to realize that they are good enough to do this, that they can do it as a full-time job and that they can charge the prices that they should be getting, you know, in terms of um, for their their career. So to make it a full-time job. I love that. I think those are some great definitions of success. And I'm the same. It's like time. Time is my, like, it's, and it's funny for years, I think I was chasing, like, I think it was money and like being a six-figure photographer or being like fully booked. And I'm like, actually, what I really want is probably more time with my people. Yeah. I mean, and that, you know, we all want to be able to have the nice things and go on the holidays and that's all, you know, up there. But when it comes down to it, time is 100% what we all need right yeah and I think we probably get to know that a little bit more once we're out of that um when we're in the thick of the newborn stage and it just feels like it's never going to change <laughs> we're going to be with the, you know we're, we're always going to be like on the treadmill with rocking to sleep and car seat and buckling in and all those things and then now it's like well actually that really went so fast and now it's kind of trying to hold on to that and not let it disappear in a blink <laughs> I know. And it's like, it's funny when the other night, my husband, my son fell asleep on the couch. He's 13. And so my husband and I are like, what do we do? Like, we can't carry him to bed. He's like huge. Like we're going to break ourselves if we try. <laughs> and we're like, when did this happen? I know. When did he get you know, so big that we can't, we can't carry him? <laughs> like, do you know, the other night my daughter was struggling to go to sleep. So she fell asleep in our bed and my husband yelled out to me it was kind of you know we, we were heading to bed and he yelled out and he said come and look at this and he had scooped her up somehow I don't know how I mean she's 10 but she's all arms and legs oh it's so gangly yeah yeah same, like, <laughs> I mean not as big as your 13 year old obviously but she just there were just legs <laughs> and arms everywhere it was the cutest thing but she used to be so tiny <laughs> I know right and like I know and like the, all those times that you were like I need to five minutes I'm trying to get something done I'm like I wish I just stopped and picked you up I wish I did. Like hindsight, right? I know. But you know, when you're in the thick of that, it's like, oh, I just need a minute. Right? Yeah, I, know. I know. It's, it's Life is crazy. <laughs> it is. And you remember, I remember when my son was born, someone once, someone said like, don't blink because it goes by so fast. And I was like, <laughs> this is exhausting. <laughs> and then I'm like 13 years later, I'm like, they were right. <laughs> I know. Right. Yeah. It's the fastest but the slowest time. It's the yeah. most bizarre thing to try and get your head around. We've just got to yeah. ride the wave. <laughs> I know. You just got to ride it. You just got to ride it. Whatever moment, like whatever season of parenting you are currently in is the hardest. Like that is it. Oh, totally. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. So switching back to photography a little bit, I love looking through your work because undeniably you have a stunning and a cohesive style. Now, what advice do you have for those photographers maybe struggling with that consistency in their work? So I truly believe that we need to kind of start looking at at us as photographers and as artists before we try to find a style and find an edit that we love and all of, you know, and and Instagram and following photographers and things. I think if you pull it right back and if we just start by looking at what really, what makes our hearts happy and what our story is to start with and what inspires us to create the work that we do, I think if we start there and pull it back, then it kind of will naturally lead into 
your work developing and your client's story kind of being wrapped up in that. And it will just naturally become your style because it's what you, it's, it's part of you rather than kind of just trying to find that style. So like it's fun. Yeah. This question, actually, I was just looking back at some old work last week and although my, you know, my edits changed a little bit, wardrobe has changed a little bit. My camera has, you know, or my technique has got better. Really, I can see my style right from the beginning in terms of me. I can see me in that. I can see how I am with my kids. I can see how I feel and what I want to remember about my children being little. But also, as much as it's my story, that's that's one piece of the puzzle, then pulling your client's um, story into it to really see how they are. So yes, I want to try and get them to pull out all of these feelings that they have with their children, but in their own way. So it's really authentic to them. So if they don't kiss their kids on the lips, I don't want them to kiss their kids on the lips, you know, like really kind, kind of showing me how they would play with them and cuddle them and rock them. And if they don't throw them in the air, we're going to do that. <laughs> so yeah. It's really kind of um, wrapping all of that into one, I find, has helped me keep that consistency along the way. Your work also seems like a stunning combination of both posed and authentic directed moments. As you've mentioned, you're asking those little prompts. Do you find you spend much time with your clients directing them? Do you have to? Or do you find that you really just let the moments unfold? Yeah, so this is actually really intentional on my part. So it's interesting that you um, can see that because that's what I'm really trying to do along the way. So I really believe that my workflow leads to, which starts right from the very beginning, from when my clients get in touch with me and from when they look at booking, from that very moment right through to the session is me trying to prep them, make them feel relaxed, get them to think about how they are with their kids so that on the night of the session they can just kind of be themselves and they've just got me tagging along so yes I do direct definitely at the beginning of the session I direct a lot I and depending on the family as well some families need a little bit more support and some don't but really by the time we get to a session I I know them quite well so really I will start with directing and then it kind of They'll, they'll naturally start to feel more and more relaxed as the session goes on. And then I just wait. So so waiting, I, I like to direct and get them feeling comfortable in a certain spot that looks good with the light and the wind and the whatever is going on around us. But then kind of encouraging them to show me themselves and then just waiting and waiting for that moment to kind of come forward. But I really believe that um, right from the get-go with the prep guides and the questionnaires and I jump on a call with my clients as well so that we can kind of put a face to the name there it is you know a lot of people a lot of photographers have said to me it's so much more work doing that but it just pays off so much really connecting with them and showing them that you're just a a normal person like we talked about before um, that it's just us really in this and that I am here to show them their family and their family story and how they are with their kids. So I really believe that getting them, if we kind of do all of that, the, the clients or my mums are really feeling good about what they're going to wear. They're going to feel confident when they get out of the car and they know how to prep their husband and um, <laughs> the kids. And she's not worried about that because I've explained how that will work and, and what I do to kind of support the kids along the way during the session. Then when, but little thing, we get to the shoot and little things might crop up. 
that are out of our control. And that's that's easy because we've done all of the hard work. We're all ready to go. The client's relaxed. Um, if little things crop up, then that's just a simple quick fix and we just kind of adjust during the session. But it's not really going to flip the whole session upside down at that point because we've put the work in beforehand. So, so yes, in answer to your question, I do direct, <laughs> but it's all very intentional in a way of kind of getting them to relax so that they can then show me themselves. I love that. What I notice also in your work is a lot of motion and movement. Like they're like twirling or spinning or kissing or like walking or there's some sort of movement. Now that's got to be intentional as well. But I know for a lot of photographers and myself previously included, we often get these clients that just freeze. And so do you have any favorite prompts to encourage that motion and movement in your images? Yeah. So just thinking about the, the images and that they are, I kind of, I have always been really drawn to that messy, messy, imperfectly perfect in a way because they're still beautiful. <laughs> they still look amazing yeah. um, and look their best. But also I think that's just part of my story wrapping into it in a way because like we've got three kids. Yeah. <laughs> Life is messy and busy and chaotic, but it's also amazing. Like these kids are just so beautiful and we have just the most amazing life. And um, I think that's what pulls into it for me. It's really kind of that whirlwind of life yeah. um, that I'm trying to replicate there. But but yeah, so in terms of going into a session, if it's not windy, I'm I'm getting them to move. <laughs> or I and I if it is windy, I'm like, yes, we've got some wind tonight. I'm not gonna have to make them do silly things. But one of my favorite prompts actually, and that probably is it is movement, but it's really, the, the, I mean, there's so many things along the way that I love to do in terms of that mo movement and getting that into my images because I just feel like it kind of um, adds that natural emotion into the work as well, like with a, in a really kind of cheats way. Like you don't really have to do much. It's just this beautiful added emotion in there. But one of my favourite prompts is towards the end of a session when it's, all, you know, we've my sessions are an hour long. So the kids, if the kids are small, so, you know, two or under, then by blue hour, they're all getting quite sleepy or a bit over it or just a little bit scratchy. And also the sun is setting quite late here at the moment. So, um, you know, it's getting a little bit late for them. So one of my favourite things to do, instead of asking the parents to really kind of keep them going and keep them happy and smiling, because we've got that at the beginning of the session when they were okay, <laughs> uh, when they were, you know, fresh. So towards the end of the session, instead of kind of trying to get them to do something that they're really not into, I really just ask um, the parents to just enjoy them and snuggle them in and let give them a big, like I, one of my things that I quite often say, like, oh, here. Right. <laughs> I'll say, don't worry if she's a bit tired, just let her snuggle in and put her into you and just sniff her head. Do you remember what she smelled like when she was a baby and when she was little? You know, they just smell so good. And then I just say, take a deep breath. And just naturally, I think the movement of taking a deep breath as well. Yeah. It's, there's something in that. Like whenever I'm culling photos, I'm like, oh, there's the deep breath. So the taking a deep breath and just really enjoying them in that moment. And I kind of have goosies thinking about it. But I think I've spent so many hours with my children doing that exact same thing when they were small. That that is just really, oh, it's just as hard as it was at the time. It's just one of those moments that you just don't want to let go of. Yeah. So that's one of probably my favorite prompts. And it works really well when the kids are getting tired at the end of the night and they just want to cuddle and warm up with mum or dad. 
So you do coaching as well. And I want to talk a little bit because I've had mentors over the years. And I think one of the hardest things with finding a mentor is becoming coachable and learning to trust your mentor. So can you share your approach to building your clients and your students' trust? Yeah, so I take the same approach with my students that I do with my clients. So I really just want to connect with them and find out what success means to them. We're all so different. And I want, you know, when I started this journey, I wanted to create my own path in terms of my story and what lights me up. So really, I'm not trying to teach my students how to be like me by any means. I'm giving them some tools along the way that will help them to get to the goal that they want. So it's really kind of um, connecting with them in a way that I will jump on voice notes on Instagram with them before they've even signed up, just to chat with them about life, about what where they're at, what they're trying to achieve. I want to make sure that they that we fit together as well. So I actually have an application process with my program so that I'm not just people can't aren't just booking in because I want them to make sure that they want me <laughs> to work with them and that we connect and the same for me with them as well. So that connection is so important for me in, in every aspect of my business. With my experience with coaches is like having someone who doesn't think for you, but helps you learn how to think for yourself has been so, because you can't outsource the thinking. And that's one thing that I've really had to learn the hard way. <laughs> Same. <laughs> I think just a lot. I mean, I love a chat and I love having yeah. conversations with like-minded people as well. And I guess that is probably what comes into it a lot for me is really kind of connecting with people and using these awesome platforms that we have like Instagram to really kind of, yeah, see what it is that does it for them and really kind of what they're really hoping to get out of this journey and kind of getting them to understand that it, it can be more than just the side hustle. It can be more than just a job because we have kids and it works around our family. It can be more than that, you know? I think I think often our photographer students and, and friends maybe forget how capable they are. And sometimes they just need that little love and coaching along the way too. Yeah. I think that's um, when I went into that, actually into this, it was, or into coaching, I kind of, I had this, you know, this is the workflow that we do to get these authentic moments. And it's, you know, if you follow these steps and which I still believe this is a big part, a piece of the puzzle, but for my photographers coming in, the biggest thing for them is confidence, lack of confidence, lack of like belief in themselves. I think, I don't know if that's something that we lose when we have children, because I'm pretty sure that we're not, we've not always been like that. <laughs> I, it's it's funny, you know, you're right. And I think also because I think we all suffer a bit from imposter syndrome. So like even, and it's almost like the longer you've been in this, the stronger the imposter syndrome gets. Oh, like, yeah, yeah, totally. Right. We need to stay in our lane and put our blinkers on. And right. yeah, it's so, it is, it's so easy to be derailed though, isn't it? Yeah, it it truly is. It truly is. And it's, it's funny because you don't even realize you're being derailed and then you derail yourself and you're like, nobody else put me in the ditch but me. Yes. So. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so that's why you need a mentor. Yeah. <laughs> we all do. We all do. We really do. Now, can you share maybe a favorite session and why it's one of your favorite sessions? Yeah, um, actually, I was yeah thinking about this, and you know, I've I talk a lot about my younger families and cuddling these babies and really having these beautiful moments with our little ones. But so they're probably 
mostly the sessions that I get as younger families but I do do quite a lot of um, older families with teens and I love them so much because I think <laughs> I get a little bit competitive <laughs> just a little and I like to really show people that your kids don't have to be little to have photos they they you can still have these amazing moments with your kids no matter what age they are so there's one family in particular that booked and the mum was like oh my you know my oldest son is 19 or 20 and I just don't think he's going to be into it but he's going to be gone soon and he's going to have girlfriends and then I'm not going to be loved and you know all this all this kind of stuff and then her youngest was actually six so she had this big range of four children and so I was like okay I've got you I've got a plan <laughs> we've got this location and we're going to walk in and going to take us like 15 or 20 minutes to walk in and we'll chat and the kids will relax and the boys will see that I'm not too crazy and old <laughs> and that we can just have a bit of a laugh and be silly and it's just relax it's just me so so yeah we went we did all the prep and got all organized she was feeling really good and super excited and then we got to the session day and I brought all of the things and that I'd been working on over the years and this workflow that I was super confident was going to work for every family no matter what and I tweak it a little bit depending on the age. Like, obviously, if I'm not going to take a 20-minute walk for a one-year-old <laughs> or a two-year-old. But for older families, walking into a location is so good for them just to be able to relax. And also for us as photographers, because it can be a little bit, you know, like daunting going in with these older kids and all of a sudden we're the old ones. <laughs> so we got into the session and we, you know, we start off with the look at me and smile photos and that's all good. And we've got the, I've got those for her and she's nervous and I can tell. And then we work through this flow of you know we start here and then we walk down there and then over there and I can just see the boys shoulders relaxing and they're kind of playing with their little sister and they're being smart with their dad and they're suggesting different things that they could do and I was like yes this is just exactly what I was hoping for and then right towards the end of the session I mean the I love the whole gallery to be honest but towards the end of the session I've got their feet in the water the waves are splashing, the sky is pink. It's just absolutely beautiful. And the boys are just all over their mum. And I mean, the little girl was like the star of the show. Don't get me wrong. It was like all about her. She was just on fire. But I was watching these boys and the dad. But the boys were just all over mum. And I've got these beautiful photos of their arm draped around her. Just it's so them and how they are with her. And she has got the hugest smile on her face. <laughs> It was just so cool. So yeah, I think that is probably up there with one of my favorite sessions, I think, just kind of showing showing her that they're still her babies and they do love you still and they're always going to be there, you know? Oh, love that. Totally. You know, it's funny because I hadn't thought about a session I had very similar to that years ago. And there was this one little boy and he was probably about 12 or 13, loved playing guitar, got picked on a lot. And we ended up doing a rock star shoot for him. And the mom was like, like, I and mean, that's not my genre. That's not something I do. But I was like, let's just do something different. And just like the mom, like after, like I have pictures of her because we did family photos with it too. Her just so happy. Her son just feeling like himself and having that confidence. So like, yeah, it doesn't matter I if you that. don't do rock star shoots. It doesn't like let's just make <laughs> our kids feel like them and feel loved and feel yeah. confident in themselves. That's all yeah. it really comes down to, doesn't it? Yeah. You know, it's funny because we for, we forget. Like when you're in the when you're in the day to day, I think you forget the impact that 
what our lenses and our eyes and our like and how we see a family can affect a family or a child or confidence and how we ha- do have an incredible power to show them how amazing they are. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's what we were saying before, right? Like my kids just love looking back at themselves with us in photos of us with them and how they were carried. And But even as they get older and looking back a year ago, just how they've changed and in growing up into these big kids it's just yeah we need I need to print more photos (laughs) (laughs) my son doesn't even have a baby album (laughs) my number one has like all the photos (laughs) so you ready for our lightning round Uh, yeah I think so okay so oceans or mountains and why well, you can probably guess ocean, for ocean. sure. <laughs> Although it's funny because I, I grew up in the country, so I'm a farm girl, but not many people believe me when I say that. But, yeah, we grew up in the country but spent a lot of time at our be- family beach house, which is in the Coromandel. So if you ever come, you've got to go to the Coromandel. It's so beautiful. So lots of time on boats and in the water. And, yeah, definitely. Dreamy, 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 dreamy. Most luxurious vacation you've ever been on? I'd have to say probably our honeymoon to Hawaii, but purely because prior to that, we had done a lot of backpacking. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we had done, you know, we, we were traveling through Europe and on a budget, and then we got married, and all of a sudden we stayed at this resort for 10 days, and it was amazing. <laughs> so it was definitely probably up there. What did you want to be when you grew up? I didn't know, really. I just, <laughs> this is one thing I'm trying to like instill in my children that it's okay to not know because I I took photography at school and I learned photography when I, in a dark room and on film and I loved it but I didn't end up doing that straight away you know that took time and timing is everything but anyway back to your question here we go again chatting so really I I think I loved the idea of traveling the world so I decided I wanted to be a travel agent, but I actually don't think I wanted to be a travel agent. I just wanted to travel. <laughs> so, Did you know that I am also certified as a travel oh, agent, really? but never worked as a travel no. agent because I also just wanted to travel? <laughs> That's so funny. No, I really, I wasn't ever officially a travel agent. I worked for like a um, bus tour, like for backpackers um, in New Zealand here. For a little while, but then I was like, "Well, actually, this, I'm not making any money, and I just want to go to sea." <laughs> like, so we went. I went to sea when I was 21. <laughs> I love it. I got certified when I think it was 21, 22, and then that was sort of when the internet and people started booking online. And so the travel agency that was going to hire me, they're like, "Actually, we don't have a job for you." And I was like, "Okay, I guess I'm going to do something else." Yeah. Now. <laughs> yeah. Oh well, let's go okay. <laughs> What song lifts you up when you're feeling down? I'm probably going to get teased for this because I love, um, <laughs> if I'm feeling down, I crank on the, on the stereo on my lips are actually the um, Mariah Carey or Ariana Grande or anything super girly and loud and with big voices. <laughs> it, it's, it, it picks me up again. I love it. My favorite, my favorite song is November Rain by Guns N' Roses. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Like, that is my jam. You get on well with my husband. (laughs) Like, that part when it amps up at the end, and it's funny because I can play piano, and like this is the one song that I still know how to play. And my husband's like, he knows when I'm in a mood when November rain is happening. I know, yeah, my husband knows. If he walks in and I've got Mariah Carey cranking, he he just walks away. (laughs) I love it. What's your favorite comfort food? 
Actually, there's a, an amazing Chinese takeaway shop just down the road from us, and they do a wonton soup. And if I'm ever feeling down about life, we'll get that. And it just fixes everything. So good. Nice. Where do you feel most centered and happy? Probably at, um, you know, I mentioned the Coromandel before, where we go, and probably there with my feet in the sand, with the surf, with the sun on my back. That's it. That's the dream. If I could chase summer, if I could just not have to worry about winter. (laughs) So that's probably the dream one day is to take this coaching and really push it and do retreats and just be able to travel, bring all of those things that I love into it, you know, support people. Mm, Love it. Love it. Love it. What has been the best piece of business advice you've ever been given? Really investing in yourself. And investing in, no matter how you do that really, and investing in time to put into growing and developing yourself as a photographer. Um, but also, you know, we, we're photographers, we take beautiful photos. It's really all the business things we're expected to kind of just know and be able to put on all of these different hats. And we don't. We don't. We don't. <laughs> I, and we're not good at everything. We're not, like, I'm not great at, no. you know, some things. And my husband is great at that and he can happily take anything to do with accounting. <laughs> Budgeting? What's that? <laughs> I'll just buy the dresses. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so it's really kind of investing the time to keep developing ourselves really and kind of growing and showing our clients that we're still growing and developing because we're it's not just a normal job where you go into a corporate world and you sit down and you learn your job and then that's it. That's the job that we do. Where if you want to keep growing and growing your business and growing your work and your art, we're, we're forever evolving, aren't we? So to have that support along the way, I think, is really key to kind of the success of where you go. I love that. Love that. Now, what advice would you give to your younger photographer self? Well, just thinking before about the Megan in the dark room at high school, <laughs> I would probably say just hold on. The time will come. Photography will come. Believe it or not, one day you will have a career with photography. So I just thinking about my younger self that I would just be so, so stoked, if, you know, to think that one day that was going to happen and just to, yeah, know what future I have and what's to come still. And yeah, just time. Timing is everything. It really is. It really is. So where can our listeners more from you? Can you share a little bit about your coaching program? My coaching program is called eight weeks to authentic family photography so it's called chasing connections i basically work alongside the photographers in two-week blocks so it's broken into four modules and we work through the program together but in saying that you know i have three kids we know how busy life is so um the content is available to come back and rewatch. but i have another program starting in february on february the 13th actually and it's open for applications at the moment there are some spaces left so um, if you would like to jump in and chat with me and learn a little bit more about that, you can go to megangracephotography.co.nz and there's a tab on there for photographers so they can read more. And then, yeah, they can message me or just jump on DM. I love a voice note and I love a chat. <laughs> love that. And we'll make sure to include that link in the show notes too. So I love to end my interviews just with this last question, and it is, what are you currently curious about or artistically curious about? Uh, So currently, currently curious about really this diving deeper into coaching and supporting other photographers 
really um, diving into setting uh, photographers up in a way that they can feel confident in what they're doing and really push to that next level, feel confident in pushing their prices up. You know, I've had a photographer that is currently talking about doubling her prices at the moment and having the confidence to do that, I think. But, you know, the lack of confidence is, was big. So really kind of growing on that, I just would love to be able to develop this more. I would love to be able to, or in the pipeline at some point, is to do retreats and to get together in real life. That is one thing that I'm really missing from this is the connection and um, bouncing off people and really getting that energy from each other. Um, although in the coaching program, at the moment, we have a Facebook group and the women in there are just amazing and super supportive. It just would be so much more amazing in real life. So watch the space. <laughs> so we're beautiful and warm with our feet in the water, no doubt. I love that. I love that. Well, Megan, thank you so much for joining me today. Oh, thank you so much. Thanks for having me. That was fun. Oh, my beautiful friends, I hope you loved this conversation just as much as I did. I'm sending you so much of my light and love today and every single day. We'll see you next time.